The live stream of tonight's podcast is made possible by our buddy Ian Service over at podcastaccelerator.com. A dog has gone missing and the gang's on the hunt because Jivan and Thibodeau are both fucking cunts seeking Gregory in the tea leaves near the fences and horses where he's found in a house full of dicks once. That fresh produce stand there, that's a beauty. What do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Torrance podcast. The produce stand. Ah, uh, fucking sexy. It's Thirsty Thursday, and that means we are once again hanging out at the produce stand, a podcast covering everything in the universe. I feel like I've done that today already. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other Letterkenny podcasts out there, but this one will help you find your runaway dog. I'm Mal, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is the lovely Tanya. And online, we have Squirrely Matt and the very sad Victor. And joining us this week, she's a baseball mom, a soccer mom, operator of the finest sports land yacht in town. She's a former radio personality, the host of the TPS Takeover team. She's also the one with all the answers. That is the letter Kenny answers on Twitter. And you don't want to fuck with her because she can split a hair with an axe from 20 feet away. Please join me in making some noise for Casey. Wondrous. Oh, my God. I regret nothing. Welcome back to the produce stand, Casey. Thank you, Al. And I'm going to toot my own horn. I think that's about as smooth an intro as I've done in a while. So. Then there you go. I fucked it all up anyway. Well, <laughs> so, we are none of us perfect. None of us are perfect. You tooted while yeah. complimenting yourself. Exactly. I did. Excuse me now. How are you now? Uh, tonight's lineup is going to be Tanya, Matt, Al, Victor, and our guest Casey will have the last word. Tanya, how have you been? Very sleep deprived, people. Um, <laughs> kind of feeling punchy. Everyone um, seems to be punchy today in the pre show. I don't sleep anymore. Uh, sleeping is something that does not come natural and uh, it has stopped and I'm sleep deprived. So therefore I am nonsensical. <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm having issues. Um, let me just share. Oh my gosh. Can we share yet? I want to share yeah. something already. What do you want to share? I, this show, this episode that we are watching and all of the, can can't I? Uh, is, am I, I jumping mean, well, the gun? Yeah, kind Don't of. Spoil oh. it. <laughs> oh, I just, this is just how are you now? I, just, I know. I know. I know. But I want to share. Welcome to the protestant. I just want to share. Breaking format. We're not used to this. I know, Slow right? Down. I'm gonna just throw things upside down because I'm excited I'm sleep that deprived. you're excited about this. No, because 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 okay. So we watched the <laughs> we watched the episode. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we watched the episode, and then following the episode. There was a bunch of things that happened that referenced back to the episode. Oh, okay. And it was like they were, it, you couldn't even make it happen. Mm -hmm. It just started <laughs> happening. Like, like you were reading Harry Potter and there was a reference to a dog. Mm -hmm. And then this episode, you know, the, <laughs> the dog ran away and I'm like, well, that's interesting. And then we were having sausages and I was putting gashes in the sausages <laughs> Yeah, you were. and, uh, um, I was splitting the sausage just, open mm -hmm. and, and, oh and, and I, just, I was taking, I was taking off the casing, but one of them was coupled <laughs> with the other one. And what, what is it over, over, <laughs> over, 
what was this again? Docking. 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 One was docking. Uh, one sausage was docking with the other sausage. Mm-hmm. And I and oh, I boy. and I looked at Alan and I'm like. So is this docking? So is is, is this? I don't what's know, but happening? your visuals with your hands. So so those sausages good. weren't kosher. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they weren't snipped. Um, uh, so yeah, there was a there was a lot of things. Liz happening. is saying, "Pump the brakes, Tanya. We've got two no hours way. to go." <laughs> Tanya's setting the tone. So no. sleep deprived Tanya is the, so the, the the opposite of a sleep deprived Victor. Um, is that it? Is that all you have? I am really tired. Okay, Matt. <laughs> I'm not gonna last. That's why I'm. Starting now, you, you'll be fine, uh, Matt. How have you been? Oh, it's it's. I'm tired. I'm I'm yeah. This un poco is, cansado. This is the theme uh, today. Yeah, it's good though. I mean, I, I was you saying did. right for the pre-show. Fuck, did Harlan put me in a good mood? That <laughs> that guy, I just I just love him, man. It was a lot of fun. I, he, he was so good with his time. But mm-hmm. what a fun, um, yeah. When you guys get a chance to listen to it, he's such so he's fresh. such a beaut. He really is such a genuine mm-hmm. human, and really genuinely enjoyed. Uh, that interview, I literally walked away smiling. Like I, I just had a blast him. So that put me in a great mood. It's been a tough week at work. It's been fucking shit show. Everything's just, it's like, everyone's like, Oh, welcome back to 2023. Let's do everything on day one. So <laughs> that's kind of how we're, we're setting the tone. Um, that's, that's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it is what it is. Little man still being a bit of a shit, but uh, but he's, he's a cutie patootie. Oh yeah. Don't, don't, no, don't encourage him. Don't <laughs> stop. Stop. He was on earlier and I was, I was saying, and he had his tear, the, the headphones on and I'm like, has anyone ever called you a cutie patootie? And he's like, oh yeah. He knows, he knows he's a charmer, but no, he's, he's still a bit of an, he's going through these weird phases still. And anyways, I don't want to bore you. Uh, it's annoying. And this week's on and, uh, oh, it's my birthday tomorrow. So what? that's fun too. You buried the lead there. Happy yeah. well, early birthday. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not, you, it's you not can, yet. Don't you, blow your all your load yet. Happy yeah, yeah. birthday! He has, to, he has to make it to his oh. birthday work first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. down. You're gonna. Yeah. So. So what's it gonna be like oh. turning fifty? Uh, yeah. Painful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's funny. We're, we're we're trying to make plans, and um, it's the weather's turning to shit, and so it's all kind of falling apart. And mm. I don't really care. I'm not really excited about birthdays, but it's. If we do something, we do, do something. something. If we don't, we don't. Yeah. yeah we're, right. we'll, we'll at the very least we'll order in and. Yeah. It'll be fine, but we're gonna bring. We're gonna have uh, mother in law come down and babysit, and we're gonna oh, go fun. out and do. Yeah. We're actually gonna go axe throwing, Casey. Hey. Fine. I, I I have to. I have never actually done it, and I'm uh, dying to axe throw. I feel like I'd be really good at. It. You would. And I I want to do it so you bad. Would. So we had we had booked this place, but it's not. It's not going to happen tomorrow. We might go to a closer place during lunch if we can, but we're gonna make the best of it. I don't care. It's another fun day. I'll spend it with the fam. We'll do our best. Uh, yeah, another year goes by. Awesome in the live stream. No, Matt is not 50. That was a joke. Um, <laughs> don't worry. He's not 50. Okay. He's, he's got a few years still to. I reference that I was 37. That? That scares me. I don't know. Some Somebody there is like, uh, oh, Somebody's Matt thinking, not. oh, you're really not young looking. Yeah. I was going to question it. I just wanted to say, <laughs> is that jokes or do we need to like it's a joke. have story time? It's a joke. Well, really quickly, okay. I got my haircut yesterday, too. And when mm-hmm. I was getting it, my barber laughed. He goes, it oh, looks great. Yeah, it looks great with the hat on, right? <laughs> um, my, and the barber kind of laughed at me. He goes, he goes, how old are you again? And, and I'm, I'm actually turning 39, mm-hmm. for the record. You're um, not even 40. You're such a baby. No, I'm not, I'm not 40 You're such yet. a baby. But, but he's like, 
but when I told you don't him, get he's my like, references. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but when I said that, he laughed. He goes, oh, you got some gray hair. I'm like, yeah, I fucking know. Thanks, bud. Like, he's like, there's a few here. He's like pulling out my hair. I'm like, yeah, thanks, man. But, yeah, you uh, are touchy about that, aren't you? No, I don't care, but it made me laugh that, that oh, he was he was yeah. fully calling it out on Dude, me. Like, if I yeah, took off the hat right now, like it's full out gray villa going on. I, I, I got don't a remember stripe. 39. I got a stripe. Yeah. Oh, I have a stripe too, but, but there's a stripe behind that one. All right, all right. <laughs> uh, my week. Um, <laughs> How's it That's going, right. Al? Wow, it's wow. going well. I mean, t- uh, okay. Matt, as Matt and Tanya already mentioned, uh, Sanguinette was awesome. Uh, we, we basically just logged off with him, what, about an hour and a half ago, it feels like, or two hours yeah. ago. Uh, he did oh, a great, I'm getting his sloppy seconds. Yeah, That's great. He's, uh, he, he did a great job. Uh, and that uh, was a lot of fun and he even dropped a bit of a truth bomb. I can't wait for people to oh. hear when he talked about working. <laughs> that was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Pause, pause. Continue. Yeah. Yeah, working with uh, anyway a certain actor, uh, which was great. I loved, I loved uh, his. Does he count as an actor? Well, <laughs> uh, I mean, he's been in stuff. So anyway, yeah. Uh, so there's that. Um, let's see. This week, you know, it's busy work. Oh, I, I went to an interesting. I went to a trade show. Was that yesterday or two days ago? I don't know. Uh, for the, the Ontario Landscapers Association, which you you might think is kind of weird, but this thing was massive. And it was basically if if anyone here played with Tonka trucks as a kid, it was like that except in like real life. Like the C- Toronto Congress Center was filled with massive machinery, all like you know, really clean and and brilliant and really cool things. And a lot of it was like robotic, and and there was a lot of like pools and and stone and uh, so much stuff to see. It was actually really interesting. I'm, so I'm, it was wet and hard. It was. <laughs> Wow, you're in the mood. I all was right. hoping he was going to say it was dirty too, but it was dirty too. There was all sorts of stuff there. Uh, yeah, that uh, it was really interesting to see. I'm glad Tanya didn't come with me though, because it would have cost. Did, us. did you take a wrong turn? Like, how did you end up there? No, the I was there place? for for because I'm I'm uh, uh, featuring Landscape Ontario on Yes We Are Open. Oh, podcast, okay, yeah. all right. So, so and connection. I was also looking for other small businesses that might that might be featured on the podcast. So uh, it was a it was just a really interesting show to be at, and then. Uh, they invited, or I, I the the re, my connection to that is actually Ian Service, the guy who provides our live stream stuff. He works there, and uh, he uh, he uh, invited me to their awards gala that night, which was basically like this posh, like there was I don't know maybe five hundred people there, and it was kind of like kind of like the Oscars for landscapers. So basically, they were giving away awards for like the the, the best Brazilian. No, the, the best like pools, like the the rich people backyards and stuff that you would see on pool masters right. and stuff like that. Except these are like, you know, regular people, but still with a lot of fucking money to spend on lighting and on water features. What about stuff. manscaping for Matt? <clears throat> there was a lot of landscaping. Um <laughs> Victor. Anyway, <laughs> so anyway, that was that was kind of an interesting, uh, interesting to, uh, thing to to witness. I'd never been to one of those before. It was That's kind of like cool. one of those tech conferences, except uh, with much more interesting visual stuff to look at, like stuff you want to climb into and like kind of you know have fun with. But um, anyway, uh, and no comment there, Tanya. <laughs> Victor, save me here. How have you been? Oh yes, Victor, how have you been? Um, yeah, I've been okay. I've, mm-hmm. I have three updates to share. And yes. uh, so I'll, I'll start with the sad news first. Uh, we um, had to say goodbye to Pumpkin, uh, oh. our beloved, beloved Pumpkin. Uh, 15 and a half years of uh, love, joy, scratches and hisses. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it was a hard day. And uh, 
especially hard for the kids, like they're 19 and 21, but they, the three of them grew up together, you know, um, yeah. and they basically their entire lives was worse with, was put with pumpkin. And, uh, mm-hmm. so they're, they're kind of hit hard, um, uh, with, with it and they're dealing it with it in different ways. Uh, but, um, you know, it's a hard, hard decision. I know that those, those of you out there with pets where you had to make that decision at some point, it's, it's a very hard thing to do, but mm-hmm. we're at peace with it because we know that she's not suffering. She's not in pain. She's in a better place. And, um, we just have all the wonderful memories with her. And, and like I said, she's, we're at peace with the fact that she's, uh, you know, she's resting. So, yeah. um, but yeah, hard nonetheless. Um, and then it's going to get easier and better every day. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the other nice thing that I got distracted with is that, um, uh, my exercise bike finally came in. Uh, I ordered it in November, so it took a, took a minute. And, uh, so I, uh, spent the day assembling it, uh, to kind of keep my mind off things. And, uh, I love it. Uh, and I'm going to start using it this weekend. You didn't pay somebody um, to assemble it so you can lord over them and, and, uh, yeah. and, and berate them <laughs> yeah, and exactly. stuff. Yes. I assembled it myself. The hardest part about assembling, assembling it was actually carrying it upstairs. This thing is crazy heavy. Mm-hmm. Like the, just a flywheel on its own is I think 45 pounds. Yeah. Uh, and that's just one piece. The whole thing is just, it's a swim. It's like, what it's like, I, 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 I kind of thought if I'm going to buy an exercise equipment, I'm, that's kind of professional quality. I don't want to be able to have to repair it, you know, six months from now. So I'm going to buy something really, really good. So you're not going to the gym anymore. What, what's no, no, no. I've, I've canceled my membership. I'm going to do cross training during the winter months and then do running outside during the summer. Fuck so you're not going to be able to run into no Billy, leg day. Billy Buttry at the gym. Like day. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, no, but well, I was, well, I forget, was he going to that same gym? Yeah. The, yeah. He was going Lord? to your gym. Okay, well, yeah. So, I mean, there's that. <laughs> we'll just take have to have personally. Him. Yeah, probably, yeah. It's okay. Yeah. We'll have him back on the podcast mm-hmm. and I'll see him there. Hopefully. Um, anyway, and, and the, and the last piece of news, um, yeah. So for, I, yeah, I shared with uh, the community kind of the, the song that my daughter shared on, um, mm-hmm. on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So she, she's been writing just incredible music for so so long now and she's now going to the same school that al and uh, uh matt uh, went to when they were youngsters um for matt 50 years ago and um, <laughs> well, matt never went to try i was gonna say did you ever go there matt no. did i miss yeah, something you guys are, you guys are uh, allocating me your education i'm okay with it i call yeah, I'll yeah. Put it on i my thought LinkedIn. i thought matt you also went to travis but maybe no. maybe i'm wrong but okay no. I, I, I went to i went to television Oh, you, you took a similar but program, but yeah, but, but not school, there. Other school. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, anyway, so that's where Natalie goes and she's, uh, learning how to produce music. And so she felt the confidence to actually produce the song and it actually sounds pretty good. And yeah, she, sounds she, great. she, she drops, dropped her first one. And, uh, it's just one of many that she has and mm-hmm. she's such a talent. And, uh, so I'm very proud of her. And, uh, so I decided yeah. to share that with the, Oh, I think some of our DMG D gens are probably going to follow her now and, and uh, follow the progress. So she's got a few That's new cool. fans. Yeah. Very nice. Maybe, maybe we'll get Natalie like Dolo where like, uh, yeah. she's, she's got her music on short, uh, yeah. the season two. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> nice. Uh, Casey, have you been? I'm getting peppered this week, boys. Mm-hmm. Um, cat got fixed on Monday and they Good. tell you that, 
they can't be cats for about two weeks. Like they can't jump. Don't let them do stairs. They can't run around and play. You basically have to crate them and lock them down for two weeks. So that was weird. Hmm. I stayed home Tuesday just to see what that would like look like. And how did uh, like, okay, that's fine. Um, And then the boys came home Tuesday from their dads and they got sick the next morning. So we were home Wednesday. Nick tested positive for strep this morning. Oh, no. Um, Judah was fine. So he went to school. And yeah, this is the highlight of my week. I'm (laughs) so happy to be here. We're glad. We're glad that we're the highlight of your week. I love you guys. Is, is this your first solo episode? Or am I blanking blanking on this? This is this is my first. This is my first episode episode. And oh, it's so right. trippy. Like how Liz last week too. I was like, how? How yeah. is this possible? We you guys are so in the fam, and we're like, it's. it's I love I it. Did, I feel like we had an episode with you. I well, we did, did a solo episode yeah. with Gail, yeah. but this is my yeah. first like she review a, yeah. of a oh. of, a, oh. of an episode. She did a okay, best okay. of uh, Gail okay. scenes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There we Didn't go. you there we also, go. or am I mistaken? Oh, she, did the TPS takeovers yeah. the best of Gales mm-hmm. and the, and the yeah, blue? We bird. don't attend yeah. the takeovers, yeah. you know. No, yeah. <laughs> but I, we I listen mean, to yeah. them after. So but this... I also botched the questions the first time around. Like I didn't understand the assignment when you asked me the questions. Mm. So, like, when did you first watch Letter Kenny? I answered that wrong. That was in 2019. I'm pretty sure because it was prior to the pandemic. Okay. Because I bought my Letter Kenny live tickets for March of 2020, oh. and then it got canceled, and then I hung on to them. So. That's that. And then I discovered you guys probably February, like, or December, later December of 20. You see that 20. That's why you're my backup. Cause you're asking the questions that I should be asking. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. And you're so I just, you already asked me them. I just screwed them up. So I wanted no. to give you the answer. Oh, so no, what I'm learning you. is we've all been living a life of lies mm-hmm. up until yeah. this moment. <laughs> I mean, pretty I much. a very different version of you up until now. And now I feel better about it. Okay, good. Now we know oh each other. All right. <laughs> we can we can choose the version that we like best. Well, yeah, since we've established that everyone's really tired here. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I haven't why, slept either. Why don't yeah. we listen? Cansado. Why don't we yeah. listen? A poco cansado. Why don't we listen to a little uh, to this? Uh, it's it's Matt's word, birthday. Word from our sponsor. It's Matt's Happy birthday. birthday. Oh, do we want to do? Oh, it's, it's not Matt's birthday. It's Matt's birthday in like Victor, a few don't, hours. Hey there, ladies. Don't start. How are you now? You like strong dark <laughs> coffee? Well, then you're in luck. Diabolical coffee is being served at the produce stand. It's devilishly good coffee and diabolically awesome swag. There's a roast for all tastes and even some you didn't know you wanted. You can order whole bean, core, standard grudge, and espresso. Or if you're feeling kinky, there's a cake-up option. Use the promo code PRODUCESTAND for 10% off anything in the store. That's 10% off all coffee and milk. So it's time to put the D in your coffee with Diabolical Coffee. And thank you, Diabolical Coffee, for your support. Yes, thank you, Eric and Diabolical Coffee, for your support. And speaking of support, welcome new Twitter followers. uh, Cry D. Greenheart, Caddy Wumpus from North Carolina, Chris, Greg from Miami, JJV, G J Babs from Whitby, Ontario, DF, America First will never be stealing US Intel. Uh, what, uh, <laughs> Muhammad Arshia so show J I don't know. 
Uh, <laughs> you just giving well. up. I just gave up on that one. <laughs> Chief B, uh, Dragon Kiss Triple X, Path from Heaven, maybe. Uh, Ryan, Sam Holloway from Magnolia, uh, Delaware. Uh, Mike, Mike Champagne from Montreal. Jim Eubank from uh, Springfield, Oregon. Just being me from USA. Uh, hey. Uh, hey. 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 Cubics 122. <laughs> Bobby, fuck, you guys are punchy. Holy crap. Bobby Bohr from Muskoka Lakes, Ontario. Buck Brother, Brotherton. Luca from New York. Henry Otroya from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Jenna Stevenson from uh, Niles, Michigan. Jake Wright from Tucson, Arizona. Uh, April Bowman from Pikeville, Kentucky. Ron P. from Sumter, South Carolina. Busy from Detroit. Aaron Blackmon. Uh, Rita Taylor from Bradenton, Florida. Pete Hinnon from North York. Uh, Rick Hannes from Canton, Michigan. That Joshua from The Simulation. Michelle from Canada. Do not come here unless I call for you from Earth. Cindy T. Here we go now. Shay Ferguson from uh, Buckeye Lake, Ohio. And I return to nothingness from Metaphysical Plane. Uh, just Jenny from Columbus, Ohio. Catboy Leonard McCoy from the Clown Cafe. Spencer W. from Lapeer, Michigan. Miss Vic from Houston, Texas. LD from Laval. Uh, Blood Red Snow for, uh, 20. Uh, Jessica... Belnick, Jeremy uh, Van uh, Themsch, um, J- Joey Pickles, you got owned by Matt Fort from Fort Kickass, uh, <laughs> Brianne uh, Grimstad, and uh, Jamie Thomas from Chesterfield, UK. Thank you for following and hopefully for listening. Previously on Letter <laughs> Cutting. Um, last week we Wait. recapped and reviewed episode two, season 11, Okoya. And that episode got a fresh rating from Matt and the clearance from Tanya, our guest Liz and me, and another compost from Victor. Wah, wah. According to our scientific Twitter poll with 100 votes, 55% of you gave this episode a fresh, 34% gave it a clearance, and 11% agreed with Victor. This week we recap and review. Episode three, season 11, Lost Dog. Tanya, have you done your homework? Once. <laughs> Matt, have you done your homework? Uh, th- three times. Okay, I've done Price. my homework. Uh, Victor, so, have you trust. done your homework? It is. Yes, and Casey, have you done your homework? Receipts. Look at that. She's got her notes ready. Here we well, go. Don't bore us. Get to the chorus. This cold open starts with Gail and Bonnie. Bonnie says, a few hockey players come into the bar the other day, and we cut to Inside Modine's 3, where Riley and Jonesy are joined by Avi Goldstein for some lunch. Bonnie approaches their table and announces a new hockey-themed menu. This sets off a pun-filled hockey player food jag that sounds a little bit like this. You pick the right day for Sandus O's lunch. Ryan gets lunch is actually Jonesy's idea. I'll get some water Gretzky for the table. Still or ghee carbonated? I'd actually have a Corey Perrier and Vladimir Sabotka. Scotch Stevens for me. Jonesy, Gary Wetman, your whistle? I usually go for the Yarmory Lager, but I like the looks of this Bloody Mary and Host special. Comes Chris Letangy with Dill Kessel, garnished with Henrique Sardine and Clam Neely. I love Brent seafood. Wait till I tell you about the map, Mark. Gail Howardchuck. In for some Henrik lunch quest? To think we almost skipped Michael back lunch altogether? (laughs) Good thing we didn't go for Nick Suzuki. This is shaping up to be the Owen No lunch of our lives. And to think I almost just grabbed a Nathan Big McKinnon. I'm ready to eat that Jake Pretzel off the floor. You know, I started my day with a Connor McDanish. (laughs) 
The Jag continues for another couple of minutes, featuring such hits, hits as Ramen Hammerlick, Sloppy Joe Thornton, Radish Verbata, Turnip Stevenson, RJ Umberger Helper, <laughs> Beef Stew Barnes, Leon Dry Salad, <laughs> Kidney, Kidney, uh, Kidney Crosby, Matthew Ketchup, Dijon Phaneuf, Travis Greens, Kale Hunter, Aki Burger, Artemi Panini, some of these just write themselves, Sandwich Ozelinch, Bagel Bites Bataglia, Bataglia Mark Andre McFlurry, Pie Domi, Carmel Nurse, there's so many of them. Cut back to Gail and Bonnie outside the bar. Bonnie compliments Gailer Hall on her new menu, asks her uh, who her favorite player is, and Gail answers, Gabriel Longescock. And that's a play on, how, how's his actual name? Langescog? Yeah, something Langescog. like that. Yeah, so Langescog. And then we cue the theme. So, what did you think of this cold open, Tan? Uh, it was very impressive wordplay. Mm-hmm. I did not get a single thing that was said. <laughs> Shocking. Shocking. <laughs> Don't know. Okay. There you go. No, loose bachelor from Victor. <laughs> <laughs> so true. I'm like, hmm. I don't know what's being said. You're just sit, sitting there grinning, going, oh, that's nice. Uh, I, I have a feeling Matt may have been in the same boat here as you. Matt, what did you think that's of this cold open? That's a big assumption there, Is it really? Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's an absolutely correct assumption, but it's a big <laughs> assumption. <laughs> so I'm with Danny. I'm like, it's impressive. I, I, I got caught up in like, the script. I wonder if this is one of the ones they had cards ready because memorizing that shit, I think would be very challenging. Oh man. Yeah. It's, it's impressive, but yeah, it, I didn't know. I would say 50, 50. I didn't Mm -hmm. know who the names were. I understood a bunch of them. Mm -hmm. They were clever. I thought it went on way too long. Mm -hmm. I lost interest about halfway through to be completely Oh, Blue Spatula from Victor. Yeah, I know. I know. (laughs) And and sometimes the wordplay, you know me with with the history in this show, the wordplay sometimes Mm -hmm. I love, other times it falls flat. This one, maybe because I'm not connected to the content, uh, it it didn't do much for me and it just went on for a long time. Impressive, but I, 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 I didn't connect. You're like, I, I'm sure if I knew who the players were, what their names were, and then where the where the play was, mm-hmm. then I would. I yeah, would, like I'd some of like, them that oh, I knew, I'm like, fun. oh, that was clever. That was no. smart. Sure. But, but other ones, I'm like, yeah. I couldn't figure what the actual name was. Yeah. No, yeah. So, if you don't know yeah. the actual name, then you won't, you won't yeah. matter. So you're, you're, so. you two are like Sanguinette. You just wanted to go hang out with the girls I, after a while. <laughs> Have you seen the girls? I know, I know. I don't blame them. Um, so, Sanger. Me and uh, Sanger hanging out next time. Uh, those who haven't heard uh, the Harlan uh, Blaine, uh, I won't even attempt his last name without reading it, um, uh, interview, he, he talks about hanging out with the hockey players on the set of Shorzy, uh, but also because he's not a, the biggest hockey fan, uh, ended up spending most of the time with, with the uh, female the cast ladies. members. Which I, I think was a, I think he traded up in that case. Uh, That's all right. what's up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a fun, uh, cold open. This reminds me of the wrestling one from, I don't know how many seasons ago, uh, where it went on maybe a bit longer than it should have. Some of them were kind of stretches, but I do appreciate the quantity that they put into this. There was like, there was a lot of quantity in there. It was and three minutes of yeah, this. Yeah. Yeah. Three minutes of it. And, um, uh, so it was really good. So I enjoyed it and I thought Stop it was, watch. I thought it was, uh, funny, um, Maybe a little long, but uh, other than that, uh, and again, I, I compared this to that wrestling one, which was also fun and also really well done, but probably went a minute longer than it, it needed to go. Victor. Yeah, that was three uh, really <laughs> degenerate reviews. 
Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I just mean, wait. I, for, just so first of all, <laughs> I thought it was a absolutely missed opportunity uh, with Kessel because they called him Dill Kessel instead of a Kessel dog. <laughs> um, I felt that 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 was just oh, like a whistle dog. I get it. No, no, you no? don't. No, no, then I don't Phil, get it. First of all, this is not hockey, going well. No, it's the hockey player is Phil Castle. Yes, beloved, I know that name. Right. And he was well known for loving hot dogs. Right. There's all kinds uh-huh. of hot dog stories. Uh-huh. When he finally won a Stanley Cup with Pittsburgh, he actually uh-huh. put hot dogs uh, into the Stanley Cup. Yes. Okay. Anyway, You're killing Casey. So he, He's, but he's there's synonymous. supposed to be a playoff the name, so it would have been like a whistle dog, but the Kessel, Kessel dog. dog. God damn you! Anyway, <laughs> uh, so so that was anyway. So the, I will I will go on record and say that uh, first you suck, and second, uh, this was the easily without a without a doubt the best cold open of, <laughs> of their entire universe. I knew it. I oh called it. God. I called it. Those of you in the Discord, I said, and, and I will say like the this. only thing that I was disappointed in is mm-hmm. that they didn't use two of my favorite players of all time. But that's all right. I think that they did an incredible job, mm-hmm. and it, it it could have gone for another six minutes. I would have been okay with it. Oh. <laughs> all right, Casey. And this was better than the wrestling one. Are you still even <clears throat> watching the show? And and they obviously know who their true fans are, right? Obviously, okay. Because obviously, <laughs> because that's the way it is, Casey. It was a love letter to you, Victor. It was, it was, it was. like, it was. obviously, might, Kiso might as well just have called this Victor's Cold Open because, uh, yeah, that's, that's right. what it'll be on the bracket, too. Victor's Cold Open, Casey. What did you think you're, of this cold open? You're not wrong, it is sort of Victor's Cold Open, but that's not how I saw it because. That's not how I see the world, <laughs> but I do think, I do think Jared uses um, his writing, his art and the team that he has around him to communicate with his audience. Mm-hmm. I think there's a dialogue between us and him. Um, and I think this was him saying you either know, or you don't like, right. if you know, you know, and if you don't fucking, you don't yeah. and tough, we're moving on. Yeah. Um, my immediate reaction was like, it might as well have been a bad episode, uh, an episode of bad lip reading. Cause at some point like they were talking and I didn't understand the words that were coming out of their mouths. I knew it was supposed to be funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like I channeled Victor from the first two episodes of the season. Cause I was like, okay. We're in an upside down world right now. I don't get it, but okay. Like, you know, cause Victor accepts some things about letter Kenny that he just concedes. So I just sort of channeled Victor for this cold open. I was like, yeah, it's that hockey bullshit, and that's fine. And I love hockey, man. I mm-hmm. traveled to another country to go see junior <laughs> hockey, so don't front. But I knew that I didn't know, mm-hmm. and I knew he would. And so blue spatula me all you want, but fucking, <laughs> I was clueless, dude. But okay. All right. Uh, let's move on to scene one. <clears throat> We're still at Modine's three. Katie, Wayne, Rosie, and Squirrely Dan are sitting at another table drinking uh, beer when Stuart and Roald enter the bar. Stuart asks the Hicks, what's Gucci? Katie informs him that Thibodeau's dog is lost. Uh, Stuart asks uh, what he's Thibodeauing about it. Katie <laughs> replies, he isn't Thibodeauing anything. He'll just Thibodeau without it. Uh, this upsets Roald. Uh, Wayne explains that it, uh, it's kind of what a lot of country folk are like. Uh, they let the dog out in the morning, and if it's not there at night, tough sledding. Uh, Stuart reveals that's how he was raised. Squirrely Dan is angered by this as well. He let out a quite seething fucks you, Tibidoos. Uh Katie and explains how dogs 
the dogs was driving Pete's first before it ran away from him and he gave up on it. Wayne takes this further as further evidence that Jive and Pete's fuck, fucking up again. Then Tibidoo found it and ran uh, and it ran away from him. So now he's given up on it. Uh, Rold is worried that the dog may be hurt somewhere. Katie says, even if it did come back, Tibidoo probably wouldn't even take it to a vet. Uh, Wayne adds, they're just, they'd just wrap it up in a blanket and put it in front of a fire for a few days. Squirrely Dan, again, lets out a seething, fucks you, Tibidoos. Uh, Rold is getting increasingly irate. What if it's hurt somewhere? Rosie assures them that they'll find it. She's found more than a few runaways during her time rescuing pit bulls in Vancouver. Uh, Katie adds that they've also got Glenn. Glenn makes his entrance wearing a Tilly hat and carrying a bristle board with uh, on it is written. He will return with a lot of religious iconography on it. But then in small letters, our missing dog, uh, the board also has a picture of the dog and a bunch of other items. But once again, blur the lines between religious messaging and locating the dog. Glenn, Rold, Daniel, Rosie, Katie, Stuart, Wang. As I'm sure you all know, I added dog trapping to my wildly impressive skill sets at the age of 17 whilst doing missionary work in Puerto Escondido. I didn't know that. It's in his Twitter bio. Twitter is a cult. Katie reminds them that Glenn was written up in the banner for finding that beagle. Uh, Rosie adds that beagles are go bucky. They're super tough to find because they try to get lost. Glenn caught the beagle swimming uh, island to island up near Georgian Bay. The skids ask Glenn how he's going to find the lost dog. First things first, the lost dog, a three-year-old Nova Scotia duck taller retriever. <gasps> Just a little boy. Oh, is he a good boy? He's such a boy. How long the boy been lost? Well, boy. he might advise a she-ster, you don't know. Five days. I wasn't finished virtue signaling, Glenn. Roll. Name? Gregory. <laughs> is it fucking really? Thou shalt not laugh! Wine? You're not supposed to give dogs human names. Imagine trying to call him at a dog park. <laughs> no, Gregory! Oh, no. Bad dog, Gregory! Oh, sad dog, Gregory. We will not be using his name. Oh, fucking A. Once a dog has been in the wild for that long, their brain undergoes a chemical change called missing dog syndrome, basically. Fight or flight mode. So, when we encounter him, do not use his name. It might trigger him to run away. Why isn't Tibidoo's out looking for? Same reason Jiven wasn't. Yeah, he's a fucking degen. There's only a 3% chance a dog will go to their owner after entering missing dog syndrome. <laughs> so it's a moot point. Who the fuck are you? So production note, missing dog syndrome is a real thing. I do feel like, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, oh, man. The, the you guy, the, their dog wrangler on, on Letterkenny. Um, Scotty, Scotty Walls. Scotty Walls. I bet you he's, he was like a... a, a a consultant on this episode because a lot of the, the dog facts here, he like he's he's a professional, right? So they probably got it all from him because huh. a lot of the stuff they talk about here is I looked it up and it it, it checks out. Uh, Glenn also suggests that the track Gregory the dog uh, that they track Gregory the dog in smaller groups. A large pack might spook him. They decide to slip split into girls and boys <laughs> groups, Rosie and Katie and Wayne and a very excited Glenn. Squirrely Dan is asked to sit this one out on account of him being too emotional to track. This makes Squirrely Dan even more emotional. Uh, Rold suggests that Squirrely Dan and the skids could consult a psychic. Uh, when questioned about the strategy, Rold begins to recount a story of when he was a young skid. His parents, Chow Chow, named Tatiana Pamplemousse, <laughs> went missing. Uh, that's why he's been so emotional about this. Wayne doesn't let him continue his story. He says, it doesn't matter. And with that, the two search parties leave Squirrely Dan sitting awkwardly with Stuart and Rold. Uh, uh, Squirrely Dan finally volunteers that his sweetie, Ellen's, 
reads tea leaves, and that's kind of like a psychic's. So the skids giggle maniacally, and Dan immediately regrets his suggestion. Cut two, scene two, Riley and Jonesy are at the gym. They're indignant at the fact that they've been stood up for their gym dates. They've never been stood up in their lives. Uh, now they'll never know about their dates' stees. And a production note there, I had to look this up. According to Urban Dictionary, stees is a combination of the words style and ease, uh, referring to a person's look when they're not even trying, like at a gym. But of course... Okay. At a Never gym. heard of that before. At a gym. I appreciate that fact. I struggled trying to listen to even what they were trying to say. Yeah. Every single week now, we're learning new words. New, yeah. We're we're adding to our vocabulary. To our with urban this, vocabulary. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Webster's, look out. Casey, did like you know? Segment. Did you know what Steez was? Uh, 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 no, but I too looked it up because in in the off chance that no one else had, I mm. wanted to oh, be prepared. Oh, did I, I st- stole your thunder? I'm sorry. No, his, not at all. Gym. I have more thunder. It's fine. You skipped over all my notes for that. Last scene, but that's fine for oh, okay. scene one. That's so, fine. We'll, you can, we'll you keep can, going. Yeah, you can come back to those then. Yeah, that's and, fine. And 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 uh, is gym dating a thing? I guess. Well, well you quit the gym, so I guess you'll never know. <laughs> I guess no, he's I taken. Won't. He's spoken for us, so it's okay. Like none of your business anymore, anyway, Victor. <laughs> Gym dating is a thing. Uh, sure. It is. Yeah. I'm sure it's a thing. Riley and Jonesy begin admiring the stees of other women at the gym. Tassie and Cassie walk in and Riley and Jonesy say hi, but as usual, mix up which is which. Uh, just then, Riley and Jonesy's dates finally arrive. It's April and May from the city. So April is played by Samantha Helt, a Canadian actress known for the film Boys vs. Girls and appearances on various TV shows like Degrassi, The Next Generation, and Beauty and the Beast. May is played by Celeste Desjardins, a Canadian actress born in Sudbury. Uh, she's known for being on the TV show Taken and the film Lost and Found. The girls apologize for being late. Riley and Jonesy say it's okay, but they disagree. They think it's tacky. Uh, April's brother came home late with the car, but they're there now. Unfortunately, Riley and Jonesy have their beer, beer league hockey uh, now. May suggests that they skip it, but Riley and Jonesy inform them that they're not skipping hockey. So uh, <laughs> April suggests that she and May can go watch them play. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you don't bring your sweetie to your beer league game. Well, why not? Usually there's only one clueless guy who'll bring a sweetie to his beer league game, and that means there's one lone rocket sitting solo in the stands. And if that clueless guy isn't on our team, then I'm finding out who that guy is on the other team, and I'm chirping that guy all night. See, I'll know who the clueless guy is halfway through warm-up, and I'll be getting right in his kitchen all night long. Are you serious? I think they're serious. You guys are rockets. NASA certified. Aggressive boost gliders. Exhaust velocity. Ballistic missiles. Thrust equalizers. Unrestricted burners. Static tested, staged in orbit. But there's no way we put a target on our backs like that. Rain check? No time, buddy. We gotta go. Rain check. Love you, Steve. Love the Steve, snipees. Riley and Jonesy run off, leaving the two snipes and me uh, dumbfounded. Uh, They can't believe that they just got ditched. They've never been ditched. Uh, once they get over their shock, they get angry. Tommy Bahama looking motherfucker. Mine looks like a toe. What sort of botched birth canal did that mole roll out of? Mongfish, hagfish, flightless dung beetle looking much. <sighs> Fucking hockey players. You know, dudes like that spend the entire game looking at the reflection in the glass. Dudes like that go tongue out. We drove all the way from the city for this? We have to make this trip worth a tank of gas, am I right? Bring a backup ensemble? A couple. You? My car is my closet, lovely. (laughs) 
Scene three, we get a split scene where on one side we have Wayne and Glenn walking along a fence line looking for Gregory. And on the other side, Katie and Rosie are walking along a tree line. In both scenes, Glenn and Rosie are sharing their dog tracking, tracking knowledge with Wayne and Katie respectively. Dogs will follow barriers. Edges of the bush. Fence lines. Dogs circle before laying down. So watch for patches of flattened down grass in a twisted pattern. This would be a lot harder for the dog in the winter, but it'd be a lot easier for us. Fun fact, dogs will often go where horses are kept. What if the weather gets bad? They'll seek shelter from the wind behind something rather than crawl under something. He'll roam till it gets really bad before finding shelter. Dogs can sense weather before it shows up. Is it true that dogs can sense earthquakes? Yeah, because Gus slept through an earthquake one time. Did he really? Is that right? Pooped in the bed a wee bit later, though. Did he really? Is that right? Yeah which ultimately became breakfast in bed. Yeah. So. Scene four, Screwly Dan and the Skids are in the Skids' basement with Ellen drinking tea. Ellen instructs Roald on how to prepare his tea leaves to be read. Ellen begins examining the tea leaves. She says it looks like Gregory's hurt. This upsets Roald. Uh, Gregory isn't dead. He's just not moving. Ellen sees the letter D. Screwly Dan wonder, wonders if it stands for D-gens from up countries. Ellen sees the letter A. Rold wonder, wonders if it's aliens. Ellen also sees an N. D-A-N. Squilly Dan says that's his name. Ellen shows the others the tea leaves and asks them if they, if it looks like a dick. Uh, it's clearly shaped like a dick. Uh, next scene, scene five. Riley and Jonesy are stretching for their beer league game. April and May enter the arena, catching everyone's attention. Riley and Jonesy aren't impressed. Suddenly, they get snowed by the ref, who is none other than Shorzy. What fucking clueless pieces of shit brought their broads to watch them play beer league? Riley! Jonesy! Thank you for inviting us to watch you play beer league, babe. Thank you. Thank you. We know how much you love beer league, babe. We know how seriously you take your fucking beer league, babe. We're just gonna be your little cheerleaders. Score me a goal. Love you, babe. Have fun. Where the fuck did he go? It's gonna be a long night, you fucking losers. Scene six, back to the search for Gregory. Glenn and Rosie continue to share their statistics and tips for finding lost dogs when they arrive at the following important detail. If we see Gregory, don't say his name the way he's used to hearing it. His name is now a trigger to run. What you want to do is kneel down without facing him. But keep him in your peripheral vision. Almost like you're facing another dog that isn't there. And you want to use words Gregory knows like walk. Treat. It'll also be beneficial to have some treats on your person. Cape. Back to saying Gregory's name in a way that he doesn't usually hear. But it helps to sing it. Sing it? Yep. Sing Gregory? Make it sing songy. Well, imagine if Tippett, who's at the back door, hollering, telling him it's time to come for supper. He'd probably say something like, Gregory. 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 Right? So you want to give each syllable a different tone. Shake things up a little. Make it sing songy. Try it. You try it. Try it. You try it. <clears throat> Gregory. Gregory. The two parties hear each other's songs and follow the sound until they both meet in front of a horse paddock. Gregory. You're not supposed <laughs> to give dogs human names. Ooh, look over there. Some flattened down grass in a twisted pattern. Sheltered from the wind, close to a fence line. And look, horses. Horses. Oh. <laughs> the way he points. Scene seven, back at the hockey arena, Shorzy continues to give Riley and John, uh, Jonesy a hard time about bringing their sweeties to the game. 
Bull ring's laughing at you, you fucking labradoodles. Fuck you, Shorzy. Fuck you, Riley. I haven't laughed this hard since your mom queefed out her birthday candles. <laughs> Fuck you, Shorzy. <laughs> Fuck you, Jonesy. I haven't laughed this hard since your mom cleared out Denny's at 3 a.m. with her coke farts. The berating continues throughout the game at... at at some point during a face-off, instead of dropping the puck, Shorzy squares Riley with it. Uh, the game continues as do the chirps. Meanwhile, April and May sit in the stands, enjoying the havoc they cause for Riley and Jonesy. Then, finally, the last straw. Fuck, I wish you'd just go back to the city, buddy. Hey, Riley, speaking of which, whoever said rush hour in the city was a rough trip never wandered from your mom's mitt to her butthole. Fuck you, Shorzy. I swear, if you weren't a fucking rapper. Fuck you, Jonesy. I swear if your mom fills my bedroom with any more squirt, I'm gonna need to rent a water taxi to get out of there, you fucking loser. Fuck you, Shorzy. Fuck this. I'm out of here. I'm out too, ninja dust, bro. <laughs> well, fuck it, dibs on Digi's boys. Hey, you guys wanna get some Thai style chow mein? Or Scene eight, back in the skid's basement. Everyone's still trying to figure out the relevance of the letters D, A, and N. Uh, Squid Ann says there's a lot of guys in Letterkenny named Dan. A few of them even share his last name. Rold thought that that was his last name, Dan. Uh, Squirrely Dan asked Rold what he thought his first name was. Rold thought it was Squirrely. Uh, just then, Squirrely Dan's phone buzzes. He answers it. It's good news. He hangs up and takes painfully long time to inform the others that Gregory has been found. Final scene, at the Dick Farm, Squirrely Dan and the Skids join Wayne and the rest of the search party as they hear from Noah and Anita Dick. We first saw him running the fence line where the horses are kept. Yes, and then he came back later that afternoon when we were installing the swing. Oh, I hadn't mentioned we're swingers now. Oh. A large portion of our community enjoys swinging. Mainly the children traditionally, but recently we've joined a number of adults for a swing. We've swung with each other's parents once. How's the dog? Oh, he was barely <laughs> conscious when he first wandered over. Eyes barely open, just little slits. The tightest little slits. As he was losing consciousness, I began jerking him to keep him up. Two hands at one point. He had a fairly serious gash on his side once. Clash with a coyote, no doubt. Well, if you fight one of them, you fight a bunch of them. Uh, luckily, Anita was able to patch Gregory up. She had her face and fingers in gash for the better part of three days. I swiftly retrieved my scissors and crafted a bandage for the gash. No one scissors like mine wife. Well. Our daughters scissor quite skillfully. Now, credit where it's due, our daughters learn to scissor from their mother. Teaching our daughters to scissor has been one of the great joys of my life. Look at me. I get wet just thinking about it. <laughs> Squirrely Dan and the skids start putting together all the clues from the tea leaves. A for Dick. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, a D for Dick, an A for Anita, and an N for Noah. And the tea leaves were in the shape of a dick. It was so obvious. Anita says the children have taken a fondness to sunshine, which is what they called Gregory, if only temporarily. Everyone approves of the name changes. You're not exposed to give dogs human names. We thought of calling him Monster for the sickness living inside of him. Monster Dick. And he was so thin when he first arrived, we thought of calling Calling him Pencil. Pencil Dick. We even considered naming him after Noah's late grandmother, Sarah Teresa Dick. STD for short. <laughs> <laughs> Anita and Noah will be sad to see Sunshine go. They assume the others are there to take Sunshine back to his true master. Wayne, Glenn, Rosie, and Katie have a quick discussion and come to an agreement. Katie asks Anita and Noah if they would like to keep Sunshine. Anita gets very happy and excited. She begins to jump up and down and turns to Noah. Now, mine wife. You know, on Mennonite farms, animals fulfill only two functions, twerk and tweet. But Sunshine is still healing. 
Joyful wife, joyful life. All right, then. He can stay. We'll continue to tend to him day to day. I'm surprised that my wife didn't become a doctor, for it would seem as though she can't resist an open gash. My husband knew I was many things when he married me, but I can assure you a gash lover was not one of them. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and we fade to black. All right. <sighs> Discussion time. Tanya, starting with you. Hi. No ratings. What are you, what are your initial thoughts? My initial thoughts is that our guest should go first. <laughs> You've got so many notes, girl. I just saw your 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 pad. Um, and would you would you like to take first first shot at it? What the fuck? Oh my god! Because I like changing it up because you you're gonna like squish all over her notes and and then she's gonna be like, well, you are maybe not this, that and everything In else. Do you, you want to? to if back. you don't, like, no worries. I, I can. Whatever. Feel free to go back. Do you need a few minutes? No, no. Oh, can... no. I'm, I'm all good, girl. If you want, you can. <laughs> if, if if not, take it back to me. Okay, she tries to hand back this back off up. every time she goes through. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right, no, no. It's all right. You want to go? So, scene or do you want one. me to go? No, there you scene go. One. Scene one. Scene one. Right? So Breaking just format. like the beginning right, of Casey the- is the is that the bath? Open the cold open sets the tone, right? Like either you know about hockey or you don't. This is the hockey episode. Yep. This is what's going on. So scene one is perfect because that's where like all of the good stuff is happening. Um, I love Glenn's um, Wayne's face when Glenn says his name. There are like little nuances <laughs> throughout all these scenes, like physical acting that I just love. So if you want to go back and see like a fun Wayne face, when Glenn says Wayne, yeah. his face is supremely squished. Um, at one point, Rold says, um, I wasn't finished virtue signaling yeah, yeah. in a really high pitched voice. And yeah. that slayed me. Um, <laughs> this is like, this episode made me feel like, um, they're entering in the long legacy of shows like South Park and the Simpsons and these like long running comedies about everything and nothing. Like we know who the characters are. We kind of think there's a storyline. We try to grab onto it. Um, but I feel like this is sort of w taken with one and two. This is a perfect episode. Mm. Um, and that's what I thought after I saw the first scene. Um, I love that they created like the ridiculousness with Glenn and Rosie giving him credibility. Mm. And they carried that throughout like the whole dog story. It made you look it up, but I didn't look that up. <laughs> I was just like, Glenn's full of shit. Oh no, wait, Rosie is confirming. Oh, well, if Rosie says it, then yeah, it this true. is totally true. Mm -hmm. So like, I totally bought into like Glenn and Rosie as a team and I loved the editing. So the editor for this episode was, I'm going to mess it up. Drew McLeod, M-C-C-L-E-O-D. And he's done a couple of different episodes. So I've looked up and kind of IMDB stocked all of the editors for Letter Kenny and Shorzy. May I say something? Please. Drew McLeod is going to be on the produce stand within the next couple of weeks. I didn't know this. Yep. He's one of my absolute Stop. favorite editors. Like, yay. Okay. So. Anyway, so um, 
Steve's style and ease way to do your homework, Al. Um, <laughs> these guys were at their best. I feel like this episode is a continuous, like you're either here for letter Kenny and Shorzy or you're not. And this is where Jared's like, I'm going to set you straight for everybody who came here with like Shorzy hangover. And we're, maybe we're kind of cranky for the first two episodes. I'm going to bring you into the realm. I'm going to remind you that we're letter Kenny. And I love like the Shorzy commitment. I love that we like he's doing the aggressive like hockey. We don't see that in Shorzy. Like we don't see that Shorzy. We see the front of him when he's at the I love how they did the reverse shots of him leaning because those are all front shots in Shorzy. So you get to see that like there's that juxtaposition there, which I love. Um, yes, Tobias, I love you outing me in the chat. I am grooming Victor. Casey is grooming Victor. I, I, Absolutely. I, don't, I don't feel like he needs grooming for this episode, though. I'm, I could be wrong. No, we'll he doesn't need grooming for this episode. He needs to understand the, the trilogy of this season so far. He needs to understand that this okay. is Jared bringing people mm-hmm. out of the Shorzy haze mm-hmm. and back into the Letter Kenny universe. And he's saying, wake <laughs> up. It's Letter Kenny. It's not Shorzy. But here you go. Here's some Shorzy. So anyway. Um, he could have done that without the first two episodes. But anyway. Listen, you can take that up with him when he sends you whatever <laughs> gifts he's going to send you after the season and the letter he's going to write you. Okay. <laughs> God, go cry on your last letter from Jared. Jesus. Anyway, I love you. I love you, Victor. Don't get me wrong. I really want to bring up your train tweet later. Most of those notes in Casey's notebook aren't from this episode, but they're from the last two live streams. She wrote down everything she's wanted to say to you. And and she's doing that right now, Victor. Do you know that? You realize that? I love it. This is all a setup. That's why she's going first. So, so right. I just hope everybody feels like this is a spiritual experience and not a reaming. I love you, Victor. Okay. So, didn't you feel good when Shorzy was on the screen, though? I I kind of wished that they at least threw in a some kind of throwaway line like. Shorzy, what are you doing back or something, yeah. right? Just some, just a little something. Because like, you want to know where in the timeline this is. Is I that did. why? I just, did. Yeah. I know, I know I that Letterkenny like, isn't supposed to have that thread, but they made a big deal out of Shorzy leaving Letterkenny yeah. at the end of last season. So mm-hmm. having him back is kind of like, what the fuck? So they could have just yeah. said, why are you back? Or, or yeah. you know, because then he could have said, because your mom's called me home. Yeah. You know, something, you know what I mean? They could, yeah. there was an opportunity there, but anyway. Hard agree. I mean, we've been referring to the universe for yeah. enough time now mm-hmm. that this is our world. We're like, it's, it's all one. Yeah. So this is an Elster story. <laughs> so uh, go on, Casey. Are you finished your, uh... no, 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 no. yeah, no, I oh. want to, I want to hear more from other people. Oh, all right. I well, do have more notes, but like, <laughs> I, I want to ease into, because there's so much in that Shorzy in that initial like conversation with April and May and the boys mm-hmm. like setting that up. And then anyway, okay. what do you, what did you guys think of that? Like, right. let's talk about one and two. Feel free to interject whenever you, yeah, whenever everybody. you, yeah, Matt, yeah. Uh, what, what did you oh, think? What, what are your, are we going first? back to Tanya? Oh, sorry. Tanya. <laughs> okay, fine. Tanya. <laughs> You guys, I, are you sufficiently warmed up, Tanya? Do you want to produce this episode? Do you want to host this episode? Tanya, go. <laughs> She needed material. Say something good, Tanya. <laughs> no, I didn't. I just like fucking. Um, um, yeah. yeah so, did. yeah. F- fucking with me. That's what she said. Fucking with me. That's not what we heard. That's not what we- <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm 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 feeling swinging. <laughs> We're not even there yet. Settle down. We're one hour in. Let's 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 get it back on the. This road. was a, this oh, good. this was this was a sh- this was an episode that had so much. Mm-hmm. Like the last two that we watched, they had two components to it. Really, like they they only had two storylines. Dri- driving this one even though we had like the dog storyline this branched into multiple all of a sudden the dicks were there like Mm -hmm. there's just you know we went from uh walking and trying to find a lost dog and um you know but but there was there were so many more components to it than we've seen so far Mm -hmm. and it was exciting and it was fun and there was a lot to there was a lot going on like i i really got out of um april and may our new um riley and jonesy female Mm -hmm. um um whatever you Counterparts. want. Counterparts. Thank you. Um, I got, I got a Marianne and Betty Ann kind of vibe from them. You know, the, the way they were bantering back and forth with each other and you know, that conspiring that, yeah, no, we're not letting them mm-hmm. let us down. We're going to show them. Like I, I, I kind of got that kind of uh, a similar vibe from them. I love how they showed up. Shorzy, when he showed up, I was like, what? Like, I didn't quite get where he came from. I thought he was gone. So there he was again. And then, yeah, I did have a little bit of a blip of where are we in this timeline? And Mm -hmm. when was this recorded? And then I was thinking, no, he did leave in the show. So, yeah, he's on what? Like, just, just, and I, and I, I think I agree. Well, he's with a ref you. for hire, right? So, I mean, it's not, a, it's not unusual for he somebody who's the- a ref to, to ref in different games, like to ref high school games. But, but they're also, so far away from each but other. But yeah, that's the thing. Like, just a little well, thing. Well, there's the portal. <clears throat> there the is the portal. portal. Yeah. So maybe he took the I portal. I figured back. it was a portal. No, situation. isn't it the off season? Isn't there an off season? Uh, they play year round? Sure, sure but. Uh, that would mean, I mean, does that mean that Letterkenny is Shorzy's home? So he'd be coming home for his off season? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe he's just making money. I just think it would have been a funny line if they said, Shorzy, what are you doing back? And he'd say something like, your mom's missed me. You know, like, I, I, I agree there, with there, you. there could have been like a lot of fun there. But uh, anyway, I agree with you. That's, that's a small point that it, like, uh, I'm not, you know. Uh, I, I thought, um, uh, the, oh my gosh, I missed. Th- this was another uh, a situation that happened all on the same day from watching the episode was that you were reading the Harry Potter book and um, the, the tea drinking the tea oh, yeah, leaves. The tea and leaves. I'm like, yeah. and then they turn the cup and spin the cup. Cause mm-hmm. you were like, you were reading it. And I was like, that's so funny. Cause yeah. that was just in the story. Um, and <laughs> sorry. Um, oh, as, and the D's are still following me, but that's a different story. Um, Dan and the tea leaves, um, the dick swinging and, um, swinging with the parents mm-hmm. and, um, the, the gashes and everything. It was just, it was, it was, it was so much fun. Yes. A lot of fun. Uh, oh, I guess it's my turn. I love this episode. It was so much fun. It had everything and it had everything in, in the right, except for that cold open, which went maybe a minute longer than it should have everything in, in its right moderation. Like, I feel like most of us agreed after the last Dick episode that uh, we were hoping that that was the end of the Dick trilogy. And if they brought him back, maybe it wouldn't be for an entire episode, but whatever. This was the perfect amount of Dick in this episode. Mm-hmm. And they they like filled it with 
every kind of like it, it was perfect with all the jokes. All the sorts of it was, dick. It was a McMurray sized dick. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it, was a, it was. It was not a, average. It was this not was average. A- so uh, yeah, like to Tanya's point. So there was that. It, there was the Shorzy was back. So if you like Shorzy, mm. Letter Kenny Shorzy, um, mm. then there was a lot. There was enough of that. And again, those didn't go longer than they should. This have. should have been the first episode of this season. Yeah, I mean, I kind it of agree. really would but have been. Great. Anyway, other uh, so yeah, I can't think of any fault in this episode. It was all really good. Uh, the introduction of new characters. I love some of the different shots, like the whole walking along. Like there's a lot of like different kind of angles and shots that they use in this. So so far the story of this season seems to be that they're being more experimental uh, with with some of the with stuff the dicks? With, with with just shot selection and and motion and stuff like that. Uh, it, it's so um yeah. Uh, I can't think of anything um bad to say about this episode. Victor, do you have anything bad to say about this episode? Oh, I thought it was Matt's turn, but um, uh, so oh, I'm, uh, I skipped Matt, didn't I? Yeah, <laughs> I skipped skip Matt. Matt, so Matt let's, why don't we go? Do you think here? there's anything wrong with this episode? My wife threw me off. Sorry, guys. Can, like, you, can you just edit us around when yeah, you yeah, post I'll, before yeah. you make this single? Because you know how much I love editing, Matt. What did you think of this episode? <laughs> the live streams, because I, I called this out in the live stream, and they're all just laughing along, <laughs> waiting for waiting for my perfect moment to cut you off. But it's mm-hmm. okay. I let I let you I let you take it. Whatever, man. You want to go? Second, I blame my wife. Third? No, I, I had everything my lined up. My wife threw me off. Matt, what did you think of this? <laughs> so, I don't, this one, I don't know. I was weird on this one. Um, there's, what? there's some great stuff. We have entered the upside down. I have not spoken yet. Alyssa was, I was weird. I don't, I don't like. Yeah, well, tone. two sentences and you already got the wrong yeah, tone. Well, so well, you, I don't like you know, tone. You know my feeling on the cold open. I yeah. was not. So that set a weird tone for me. Um, and then I had a hard time rebounding for a bit. Uh, so anyways, let me talk about some of the things I liked wow. and or did not like about things. So um, I'm loving Glenn. I mm-hmm. think this season fun. is Glenn, 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 and mm-hmm. they are giving Glenn extra and it's hysterical. So I'm really digging. And we talked about this in like, I think last season, we're like, we need more Glenn. And, and like, we always talk about Jacob taking more of a backseat and just focusing on directing and then this season, we're just getting nonstop him. So I don't know. I would love to know what happened between those couple seasons mm. and why they wrote so much more in. But I, I'm loving his his character. He just makes me laugh every time. What? When he comes out, what? it fucking kills me. Um, and a quick note, Nova Scotia Duck Taller was the dog I wanted for years. Oh. Um, I've known several of them. They are amazing animals. So when I saw that pop up on the on that board that Glenn brought out, I was really excited. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a good dog right there. So that made me really happy. Um, Shorzy. I was really torn by Shorzy in this mm-hmm. one, not because he's doing anything other than he always does in Letter Kenny, but probably to something we're talking about. I'm acclimated to new Shorzy. Mm-hmm. So when when you got this version of him, which is OG Shorzy, mm-hmm. very aggressive, very high pitched. Mm-hmm. It felt like caricature him again, and I, I, I couldn't connect with him. Like it was funny, but I'm like, I, I, I've learned to love Shorzy in the new setting. Mm-hmm. I had troubles reconnecting I, in his. OG I got. I got. He gave say, you the head shake so, and the tie styled tempura or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the only. Part that, that was that it. I liked. Mm-hmm. That's that was all it. you I get. Love, I love that one line because it to me that connected me back to the show. But everything else, I was like. Okay, we're we're back to OG, and I love the new Shorzy in the show. So yeah, and you're right; they're two different things. I need to keep them separate, 
but that's what I saw and I had troubles. Al, you were going to say something there. I was just say, um, I, I don't disagree, but anyway, I do find though some of the, the chirps in this episode are some of Shorzy's best all time letter. Kenny chirps. There, there's some really solid chirps in this episode from him. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Um, the, I got to give shout out to Billy Buttry and the team there on that simultaneous storytelling shot. Um, thing going. I love mm-hmm. it. I love it. The I thought it was forth, so yeah. good. And then of course I didn't know his name, but Ryan McLeod, is that what I understand his name to be? Um, um Drew. Drew, Drew, McLeod. Drew, McLeod. Drew McLeod. Yeah. Uh, the editing there. And, and I, I, when I watched that scene, I'm like, what I envisioned is that they wrote the scene once mm-hmm. as is, and then gave it to each pair. So the Wayne and Glenn and Rosie and Katie and said, we're going to shoot you here and you guys read this. Mm-hmm. And I, I, my, my vision is that they both read exactly the same script all the way through. I right. could be wrong. I'd love to, if we're having him on, I'd love to ask him about this because, yeah. and, and then sent it back to post and said, okay, now cut it. And he just cut two simultaneous conversations in mm-hmm. a way that was funny, was quick The at the, who delivered in the right moments and, and yeah. really played off the characters to deliver the scene. So I was really impressed by that. And they've never done a walking shot like that or a tracking shot nope. to my recollection. Yeah. Um, so that that's challenging, especially with the um oh my god, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Oh my god, when it has to stay the same and you can't miss things. Continuity. continuity. Thank you. Continuity. <laughs> yes, that's a tough one. And yeah. and my eye caught a couple moments, but overall it was extremely well done. Mm-hmm. Um, so very impressed with that. And then I, we get I, I think bringing Shorzy into this episode gave him uh you know license to fool around with continuity anyway sure okay i'll accept that yeah not a problem i don't i don't have any issue with that and then we get to the end and you give me so here's what i'm gonna say it's not how big the dick's role is <laughs> but it's how you use it mm-hmm. and and al you and already called it out that the dicks were perfectly used in this episode mm-hmm. um like applaud this one because mm-hmm. I, I we we definitely draw it drew issue in the previous seasons when they did the third dick episode and it was just dick on dick on dick and it was funny but <laughs> a lot of we, docking yeah. there, there was too much there was too much energy <laughs> and uh we we had troubles i mean tanya was on fire that night i do remember that her her dick jokes were amazing but <laughs> It was just it became overkill. So I think they they perfectly use them here. Um, Sarah Wayne Callies and Jen- Jonathan Torrance just brought it. Uh, I think it was Liz in the in the chat here as we're as we're talking talked about it. The excitement of Anita Dick was <laughs> the best part of that whole scene. Yeah, like she she lit up that entire scene. You couldn't help but be just pulled into her world and and everything that was going on and i and i just loved her for it as so liz would say watch. liz was saying in the live stream she had big dick energy yeah it was totally <laughs> and so i was i was just so impressed by by the usage of that they yes. they 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 held it back enough to just give us what we needed um and and they really tied the whole thing together and um so the ending to me was perfection all right all right so so far so good victor yeah i mean boy i mean there's not much left to say uh which is the case when you're kind of going last but uh it 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 a lot of 
obviously. Fuck it. You guys produce the show from now on. God. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, uh, I already shared how I feel about the cold open. I think yeah. it's the best one ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, not even close. Um, and 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 I feel and I guess, Tanya, you kind of said it. But this for me was the first episode of the season. Mm-hmm. So the first two episodes for me, I put them in the same category as the holiday episodes or whatever we're calling those more concept or concept. Yeah. The first two episodes are totally concept episodes. And, and I saw there's some, you know, nonsense going on, 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 on discord or, or or Twitter or whatever Mm -hmm. you guys are using is, is, is around how I, I didn't like the fact that there's no story between yet. That's no, I, I mean, I said, I said, I, I shared that those two episodes were not connected in any sensible way at all mm. to, to make me feel like there's a new season at, at hand, mm. which is fine. Like I didn't, I didn't give my rating for either episode based on the fact that there was a story, a continuous story or not. Mm-hmm. That was just kind of an additional, uh, you know, additional chirp that I shared, but, mm. but, but, for me, this was like an like a regular Letterkenny episode, and this was the beginning of season uh, eleven, and the, and the first two were just kind of just concept episodes. Okay, yeah. A, a final thing I'll say, it just in terms of you know, um, you guys shared everything that's kind of good about it. Mm-hmm. I kind of do agree with Matt around the whole Shorzy thing. Um, it it kind of felt it it felt like. Oh, this is kind of a, like a lost episode or something because Shorzy's kind of here, like he never left, and it's the old Shorzy. Mm-hmm. It's yes, he gave us the little bit of the hey, let's go for sushi or whatever, mm-hmm. um, but but it's still it was very much the old Shorzy, probably the best chirps because I actually understood them. I they, and he you wasn't know, and, sh- his wasn't sitting on the shitter, so you probably, yeah, yeah, and he wasn't the shitter sitting on the shitter. There wasn't any of that <laughs> toilet humor, so I really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but just the fact that he was there was a little confusing. Uh, it made me kind of made my mind wander, like and just like wait, what's happening here? Mm-hmm. Um, and and then the other thing is like with the I know Tanya, you said you really liked uh, April and May, but I I think they were fine. It's just that whole scene, the whole concept was confusing to me because I didn't understand what that word was. And I wasn't looking it up. Uh, what was it? Steez. Steez. Mm-hmm. It, it was just confused, buddy. Like I, 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 I'm, I'm fine with kind of learning new words along the way, but when it just, <laughs> but it's like, it's like, what the hell? What are you saying? What does this mean? What Smile are you, and ease. Being, yeah. Is that an insult? Is that a compliment? Well, like, you have to look it up. You have context look, clues, dude. It takes, yeah, it takes yeah. effort to enjoy letter candy. Yeah, yeah. It takes it, a little it's, effort. It's just a little bit of effort. But it's just that word aside, like that scene didn't do it for me. Like I just didn't, I felt like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and, and so as, and I enjoyed the dog hunt. I enjoyed the tea leaves. That, that was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was wondering, is it going to get better? Cause right now, like we had a really awesome cold open, but then we know we have kind of one interesting storyline and another throwaway storyline. So it's like, where's it going to go? Um, and, and, and then the, the, uh, you know the Shorzy wrench in there, um, and then you and then the dicks come to save the day. I mean, like go. that was just it was uh, Oscar level performance by Anita Dick. <laughs> I mean, uh, like it was it was just so well done. Everything oh, was so amazing. perfect. Yeah. And 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 then you know you're even kind of visualizing Gregory and 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 uh, Gregory, Mon- Gregory. Uh, monster m- monster pencil Gregory STD uh, sunshine. I, I, I th- it was just 
it was it was great. I mean, mm-hmm. it was a really really fun episode. Lots right. of layers for sure. Before we get to ratings, Casey, this would have been your time to speak. Did you have anything to add? Jared Kisa could do no wrong. I thought the Shorzy was perfect and right on tone. Mm-hmm. I think um, that he was sexier because you couldn't see his face and he did the head shake on his way to chirping at April and May. And I love that. And I want more of that. Mm-hmm. Um, Squirrely's name. Nobody's bringing up Squirrely's Dan. Squirrely Daniel's phone. <laughs> Squirrely Daniel speaking after they were like, I thought that was your name. And he's mm-hmm. like, no, we didn't even talk about that scene at all. <clears throat> this oh, yeah. whole, this, so those scenes to me, they, they Billy did that circle mm. um, cut at the haunting of Modines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it was three season three, episode seven. And, but they were cutting. So they were doing, they were, and I don't know, this is why the question that you want to ask Drew is great, Matt. Like, do they script those cuts and then they just have to edit them? Or are those they decisions they make in post based on the footage they have? Like, how do they do that visual chopping up the story? Because this this season was just one continuous circle shot. And that yeah. was smooth and it set a really nice tone, but it immediately made me think of season three. Um, so I would love to hear more about that from the editors. The swingers, the dicks, when they showed up, that was <laughs> that was old school classic, mm-hmm. just dicking. Mm-hmm. And I cried. Like when she <laughs> laughed and she touched his arm, I was like crying. The first time I watched oh it, I was crying. Oh my God, they were so good. Because it's also the first song in three episodes that actually felt like a Letter Kenny song. Mm-hmm. Like it immediately mm-hmm. felt like soundtrack level Letter Kenny yeah. again, yeah. which I did not feel from the first two seasons and mm-hmm. was missing that a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I just got it in the feels at the end because of the her performance in that song. So there are a few more That's songs all. in this episode than, than the first two episodes oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, back, back to the tea, mm-hmm. tea leaves mm-hmm. when uh, they thought that Dan's uh, last first name mm-hmm. <laughs> was squirrely and last name was yeah. Dan. <laughs> I love that he answers the phone squirrely Daniel. Yeah, like, yeah. like the squirrely's in there. Yeah. Squirrely Daniel's phone, squirrely Daniel speaking. All right, let's get to ratings uh, and let's get back to our regular lineup. Tanya, what would you give this episode? I don't know. Um, so how's that glass doing, Dan? So tired. She's tired and she's halfway through. Really, really ready for bed. Um. Okay. So what's being asked? Your Um, rating for this episode. Oh man, I'm tired. Um. Okay. Poco cansado. Muito cansado. Fresh. 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 Okay. I'm not looking to gift horse in the mouth there. Fresh from Tanya. Matt, feel free to kind of elaborate too if you want on your rating. Matt, this is a talk show, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. Matt, you were coming second. You should have been ready. (laughs) I know. No, I know. And I came in with a very different opinion. Um, Again, it's weird hearing it back, it's shifted taking in some of the things that we talk about. It's amazing how these kind of shows can influence your, your yourself. Eh? Mm-hmm. Last week fucked me up, but this one, yeah. this one's been a blast. Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to give it, I'm, I'm going to give it a fresh All right. a, to me, it, but I, it's a low fresh. Oh, really? I, I wasn't as connected with this I one. I, 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 again, I, I have big issue with the cold open. It didn't excite me at all. There were some weird parts about this. So the, the everything in between the cold open and the end 
was was stable like it was good i enjoyed it did i love it it was fine i didn't dislike any of it but that ending was phenomenal to me um so it pushes it into the fresh so very content and good with the episode thrilled with the ending so that's why i'm 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 in the i'm in the fresh zone all right um I mean, this one's easy. It's a fresh. It's it's the best one so far of the season. But I also think it's a really solid Letter Kenny episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has everything. I I enjoyed the cold open. Um, uh, I think the Shorzy content was some of his best chirps. I think the Dick content was exactly the right amount. I love yeah, all the perfect uh, Dick. I love all the 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 different kind of camera angles and stuff they do. I and and we've talked about this before. We love it when they <clears throat> when they group. Uh, unlikely characters in scenes. And in this case, it was Squirrely Dan and the skids. And that was a lot of fun to watch. Squirrely Dan reacting to the skids was a lot of fun. So yeah, this one's definitely 100% of fresh, not even a little fresh. It's a right down the middle fresh. Victor. I'm confused by Tanya right now. Um, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> I just had um, a real, where the hell was Derry? Uh, you know what? I meant to make a note of that and say that. Second episode in a row with no dairy. Like other than cold opens, which I feel like they get shot separately from the episode. Sometimes they do the the cold opens, uh, whatever. Second episode in a row with no with no dairy. So uh, Victor kind of joked about this last week, but maybe dairy tested negative and and wasn't available. Like, uh, yeah, it's weird. There's no reason not to have dairy. He was he was in Max's basement. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Max. He was a timeout. Max. No reference to him. No. Yeah, they didn't mention him. No anything. Interesting. Good call Mm -hmm. out, but interesting. So, uh, well, other than that, though, I mean, good good call out, but other than that, Victor, what's your rating? Yeah, my rating is a fresh. I mean, wow, uh, and and there's no, I mean, there's really no questioning it. Sorry, Victor. I'm gonna let you finish after this. Oh my god! Oh my god! So I, I'm gonna say in Discord, I called it. I said this would be if there's. A unicorn this season, it would be this this episode. So the first episode of the season is a unicorn. Mm-hmm. Okay. We agree. There you go, Victor. <laughs> now you can finish. What, what, what did you want to say? Um, uh, what did I want to say? Um, so so there's, you know, if you look at this in three parts, with the cold open, the storylines leading up to the dicks, mm-hmm. and then the dicks, mm-hmm. um, you, you, get, you get two parts that are easy, easy, high, very high end, as high as you're going to get fresh, Mm-hmm. Uh, scenes, uh, segments, uh, sanguinettes, um, <laughs> and and <laughs> and then you have and you have the kind of the the, the meandering storylines uh, leading up to it. Um, it's just it's just the math does itself, and so I don't understand how you get your low fresh math, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> I, I I think I think I think this was uh, n- just one of the best one of the best um, bookends to an episode um in 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 the series so far it was Mm. really really fun and the dicks i mean as much as i loved the very first time we saw the dicks Mm -hmm. you know they they were you appreciate them more here right because they came in it's like they they're they're character actor they came in they Mm -hmm. did their thing and then they and then the episode ends like they they came in to close the close out the world series game seven like it it was it it was brilliant Can, can, can we agree that like that that ending 
especially that those final few moments are now sit among the happiest moments in letter Kenny mm-hmm. 100%. when they, when they 100%. figure out that they're going to get to keep the dog. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. That excitement between the two of them is. And, you can't and rep- they brought you can't in the swinging element into the whole thing, which was. <laughs> yes. Really- so, so I don't know. I just think this is, this is uh, 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 an occasion to celebrate for sure. Excellent. Casey, the pressure's off. We have our unicorn. Uh, you, what you say now won't change that. But what would you give this episode? It's a certified fresh. Mm-hmm. Like it's a hundred percent fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, not even down the middle. Um, I didn't understand the cold open, but I do understand that Jared was probably writing that like Dolo spits lyrics on his Instagram lives. Mm-hmm. Like to have that sort of knowledge. Like I can appreciate that cold open, even though I don't understand it. Like mm-hmm. so that just the fact that he could come up with three minutes of that. Yeah. Fresh. You bring that up. You and I both watch uh, Dolo's Instagram lives and that's what he does, right? He just puts beats on. Just spits and flows and starts and and starts just spitting stuff out. And then when something hits, he stops and records it all live. If you, so again, if you haven't, if you're not following Dolo on Instagram, it's actually an interesting, interesting watching how he works, but uh, you don't get to see artists do this ever. And, and, the fact that he's a a rap artist, a rapist, a rap rapist, singer, a rap singer. Um, <laughs> he's singing a rap yeah. on his IG. Anyway, imagine the pull on him. Okay, so it's a fresh. Anyway, um, this just brings everybody back to Letterkenny Universe. Yep. I loved all the Shorzy. It was perfect. I rewound that head shake on the way to talking the girls like seven times because it reminded me of Shorzy. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the perfect amount. And Jared, keep doing what you're doing, please. And thank you, sir. <laughs> Excellent. All right, let's move on to MVP. Uh, Tanya. Who do you give the MVP to? In I this have episode? mine ready for Victor and I have mine ready for myself. Okay, give us yours. And mine for me is dicks all the way. Oh, the, both dicks. I want both dicks. Oh, I'm Jesus. taking them as, uh, I'm combining them right. into one big dick. Okay, I'm going to move on now to Matt. Uh, a follow-up question. Yeah, no, no follow-up question. No. <laughs> Matt. Hold on, I'm curious. I'm going to lock some of my time to Victor and his follow-up question. <laughs> <laughs> Matt yields. That. We're cha- we're changing all the rules tonight. So Victor, please go ahead. Follow up question. I'm going to spare Al his embarrassment Thank because you. I think Tanya wouldn't be embarrassed, but mm-hmm. Al would be. Well, just wow. you know, let's try. I'm trying to get this moving on here. Wow. Uh, Matt <laughs> told me to expand on my whole fresh thing that this expand. is a talk show, oh, and now you want me to With close. Two dicks, you would have to. Yeah, <laughs> now you want me to close up. Not again. much girth in your response. Yeah, there's double penetration happening right now on the live stream. Yeah. DP. That answers my question. Thank you. Tanya. Yes. Okay, oh, Matt. Fuck. Uh, oh, right. MVP. Your MVP. Uh, it's Anita Dick. That I just fucking adore the shit out of her, and she crushed it. They're the both dicks presence was mm-hmm. amazing, but Sarah Wayne Callie's just brought it in this one, and uh, I haven't laughed that hard in a while. So thank you. All right. Um, my MVP. I'm gonna I'm gonna give my my two runners up, and the dicks are my first runner up because I thought they were a lot of fun. Squilly Dan was fun. I loved him interacting with with the skids, and and there was a lot of moments there, face, faces he gave when you know dealing with their nonsense that that were a lot of fun to watch. But my number one, I'm going to give it to Glenn. I think Glenn did a lot of heavy lifting in this episode, and I think he was a lot of fun. So, and I miss Glenn. I miss uh, Glenn centric episodes, and and these last couple have been a lot of fun mm-hmm. with him. 
Uh, Victor, we're going to skip you real quick. Casey, who's your MVP? Um, my MVP is the whispering skids uh, throughout the episode, sex, 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 including sex, sex, such hits as sex, 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 butt sex was whispered at the circle shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later, um, discharge. Discharge. That's right. When they said STD, discharge. Yeah. Discharge, yeah. Discharge. So that's, those are my MVP is the skid whispers. Which is very Victor like MVP there, Casey. Uh, wow. Thank you. Uh, Victor, who is your MVP or what? So I'm going to disappoint you guys. And Mm -hmm. because, um, uh, and I'm, and I'm happy that Casey brought her MVP because that hopefully will fill your, uh, Mm -hmm. your needs. (laughs) But, um, uh, you know, my runner-up for this is easily uh, Kiso and Tierney for writing that cold open. I mean, that was. <laughs> I was going to call that. I was going to say the writers of so, the cold open. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So, because I again, best one ever in the entire universe. So, so that's just easy. But, but I mean, in within the context of the episode, I can't go uh, kind of far out on this one. I have to unfortunately agree with Matt. It's got to go to Anita Dick. She's. Oh. I mean. That was just an like I said it before. It was wait, an wait. Oscar level performance. You know and she's this, a person, it was, right? <laughs> it was yeah. So I, I again disappointing, disappointing you guys. I was gonna go Gregory, mm-hmm. uh, but but then Gregory turned into a pencil, and then a monster, and then into STD, and then finished as a sunshine. And and talk uh, about a story I, arc there. Gregory yeah, went yeah. through the ringer. Oh, yeah. So I felt that that was I was kind of going to go there, but I felt that I just couldn't rob mm-hmm. the Oscar winning performance. Of I have to, you have to give it to Anita Dick. Okay, uh, Tanya, what was your guess? Uh, cold open. And then okay. just in case he went uh, obscure on me, I also then, um, specified the menu because that oh. was, that was where they were pulling well, you weren't far all of off. the yeah. ingredients the, the off. The cold of. open was his, uh, his, um, yeah. runner up. So, okay. That's not, I had dicks. Like I figured one of the dicks would, would win the cold, uh, would win. Yeah. But you, 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 you weren't, uh, <clears throat> you, you were sitting on a fence, so you don't get it. No, no. Matt, did you have a guess? I don't. Yeah, I, I said I, I was guessing the writers. Oh, right. Because right. he had such a hard on for that open. Yeah. So. Yeah. And uh, Casey, what was your guess for Victor? I had two guesses. One if he liked the episode and one if he didn't. <laughs> if he didn't he, like it, what was your guess? Yeah. If if he if he liked it, it was going to be the dicks. If he didn't like it, it was going to be the Shorzy puck to Riley's crotch. Uh, I like yes. that. No, that was a great that was, scene. That's, 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 that's a great. Funny moment. <laughs> uh, you're, I feel like you're starting to feel what I'm cooking. <laughs> I'm smelling what you're stepping in, Victor. Oh Thank man, you. yeah. How did, how does that make you feel, Casey? You're starting to think more like Victor. I love Victor. I told you guys this no. the first time I was on there. I love Victor. You I were, was glad that I was not with him to, on the first two episodes I because say, I was yelling yes. at the computer. You I was were, yelling at you, Victor. You were. Fit I to had a tired. problem with you, but I knew that this week we would reconcile. All right. I'm just going <clears> to <throat> move on real quick to a Twitter poll that I put up last week. In light of last week's discussion of Okoya, what kind of online shopper are you? We got 45 votes. The options were order what you need right away, regardless of how small or inexpensive, or option B, collect a few items in your cart to reduce <laughs> the amount of deliveries uh option a one but by a narrow margin 55.5 percent just order uh whatever they need when they need it uh 44.4 so you know not bad like pretty close uh and uh just a little addition to that our buddy don um what's that oh is that something you ordered we ordered glowing uh you know those glow in the dark stars that go on your ceiling oh my god yeah solo and we'll be returning them so yeah (laughs) jesus totally totally taking advantage of today's world 
Uh, a letter, uh, our buddy Don said, as a letter carrier who delivers all this crap y'all been ordering, uh, less is better, but we make more money with each parcel. So order as much as you like. So there you go. That's, <laughs> that's from the letter. Yes, Don. Looking out for you, buddy. <laughs> Good to know. Uh, and we'll move on to some uh, li- listener comments. There's still a lot of chip talk this past week. So we have uh, opened up the all dressed chips. Holy fuck, were they dressed? So dressed. That's from our buddy J- Jim Tussing. He also posted a, a video. Is he the guy with the video? Yeah, I yeah, saw the video. Yeah, of him trying all dressed <laughs> chips for the first time. And, that was uh, hilarious. Yeah, he, he liked it. So did his dog. Um, the best <laughs> chips of all time are Ruffles, Salt, and Vinegar. It's not even close. They're miles beyond any other uh, S&V risky, Vinnies. If we are t- talking Old Dutch, the spicy salt and vinegar is better than the all dressed. And that's from Trevor Risk. Yeah, that's from Risky. Um, best chips ever. Old Dutch took the all dressed flavor and ran with it. So he thinks the all dust maybe we got to try all dutch or old dutch all dress i've never tried those before i don't think i've tried old dutch either uh here's the useless fact i worked around the corner from the old dutch factory here in calgary when it's below 40 degrees minus 40 degrees at night the steam from the plant forms ice crystals in the air it looks like it's snowing but it smells like fresh potato chips Can you think? Ah. Yeah, I I thought you'd like that. Um, Wouldn't you go out and stick your tongue out and try to catch them on your tongue? Road trip. There's an extra reason to go to Calgary. Road trip, Daniel. So that's from. We could go to Bam. That's from uh, Dan uh, Kwiatkowski. Mountains and. Chips, no. Yeah, yeah. By the way, Old Dutch um, was a regular product placement on Corner Gas as well. Was it? Oh, so there you go. Oh, yeah. Um, our friend Aaron says, what a journey this was and continues to be. Much love to the Blueberry. Oh, so I posted that video of the Blueberry uh, crew just kind of wrapping everything up. And so these are some oh, comments gosh. from that. Uh, Aaron wrote that. Uh, so Casey, cried. you wrote, I feel like the people who make Letter Kenny and Shorzy need to know that they are the butterfly that flapped its wings all those years ago. And this is just <sighs> one of the beautiful beautiful outcomes and our buddy joshua Aww. said this was such a great trip with a great group of people they are like family thank you to everyone that helped make this trip a great time special thanks to the pod father uh for bringing the group together thank you joshua um that'd be al back to the chips old dutch are the shit in a good way better flavor mm-hmm. than any other we tried sorry ruffles just wish they were more widely available that's from uh huma kuvula um on twitter what a legend. I laughed so fucking hard when I heard the story. I would have totally done the same. Teeth are expensive. Oh, so this is in response yes, to I saw this one. Terry Ryan's interview and, and his, his, story, his uh, story about the oh, sledgehammer. There's a new story coming out on on, on our recording tonight. Sanguinette's. Oh, and, uh, about and, another. And, yeah. Oh, I don't man. know what it is about these stories. They that must are, share. Like, they just go so in a good. circle yeah. on all of their gruesome stories anyway uh terry, collecting sluts terry responded to this uh post and he said yeah man you got to do what you got to do and then so this is from captain canada our buddy captain canadia sorry he said uh that and then he said yes indeed the price of a good mouth isn't cheap and the price of an awesome story is a couple of scars fair trade love your work on letter kenny and shorzy good sir sending much love from wasega beach thank you captain canadia he's also one of uh, uh, the newer members of our uh, discord group uh so excited to see him at shorzy night in milwaukee uh wisconsin at the milwaukee admirals hockey game this february that's from cinders 23 who's uh absolutely uh, sounds like she's going to go to that game 
Uh, okay, first, thanks, Al, for including my comment from episode one. That made my night. Second, Dude North once again hit it just right. So many LOL moments in this one. This is from last week. Victor, 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 <laughs> you will get there eventually. <laughs> LOL, great episode, guys. Great, great discussion. As from our buddy John, uh, Don, I uh, highly recommend Ryan McDonald is so genuine. This is mm. from his interview, Chill, and has a beautiful soul and shines in this interview. That's from Aaron. Casey, you said that's why they call him Never Misses the Mark Michaels. Listen to the pod, you fucking losers. Thank you, Casey. Um, and uh, <laughs> Tiara with the ABC, host. always be repping the pod. Yeah, this, fi- this final comment here, uh, actually two more, two final ones, but I have uh, had some people reach out asking about uh, uh, how are you now and how Dean and Tiara are doing, asking if they're going to, post for season 11 uh because they haven't yet um and tiara has responded now saying yes we will be back eventually we're gonna follow at protestant pod this time for mental health reasons we love all of you we just needed some time uh more time after the holidays so that's uh official word from dean and tiara they will be back uh they're just taking a little break and uh you know why not they 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 deserve it um so all those who reached out to me asking how they're doing uh i appreciate it i'm sure they appreciate your concern all the best to you guys all the best to them um and then the other thing i I just want to thank our 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 listeners the reason we got sanguinette was our listeners so uh he uh, uh harlan posted a uh a tweet with him and uh, Blair, I forget her last name, the one who plays uh, Zieg, Zieg. Zieg. on, on Shorzy. Uh, and I tweeted at them saying, I'd love to have you guys on the podcast. And you guys just piled on and said, yes, you got to come on. You basically bullied him into it. And so we thank you for doing that. Um, and he, he says he had a great time, so we'll, we'll take him at his word. Um, and, and he's going to put in a good word to some of the other female uh, actors. So hopefully uh, we can get some of them on the pod. So fingers crossed there. Um, so yeah, so final comments, Dan, what do you got? I just want to say thank you so much, Casey. Mm -hmm. It was amazing having you here tonight. I love all your notes and I always love your, your point of view on things. I want to say, Victor, uh, I'm so sorry about, uh, pumpkin. Um, but I'm so glad that you came out tonight and that you gave it a fresh and that you enjoyed, uh, your, and, and and you brought the unicorn. Mm -hmm. And then Matt, happy birthday, yes. buddy. I hope you have a fantastic day tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, just just live it up and have so much fun. Cheers. And Raise it's Friday. to you, bud. So cheers to you. Happy birthday. <laughs> cheers to Matt. We'll do shots soon. <laughs> uh, who's next? Matt. Holy shit, this was fun. This, <laughs> yes. this, was, a, this was a fun one. Casey. Fucking love you. Thanks for coming out. You always bring it. I just, I can't, oh, this community is just awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the unicorn. I, I was surprised. I came in not, not, not feeling the unicorn, but, um, but I, I, I'm in it now. And this is good. Looks like and you're the one that got groomed. <laughs> I was. That a boy. I'll take Damn, it. Damn, I'll take it. I'll take it, bud. Um, and Victor, all the best to you and the fam. But I know losing a pet sucks, man. Uh, they are an absolute member of the family and mm-hmm. uh, definitely been thinking about you all this week, man. Um, this year, Al, I know I said this through the Christmas and I'm like, this is going to be a big year for us. And it's already kicking off with a bang. Wow, I'm is it ever? absolutely floored 
that and, and with excitement and and how we've already done through the holidays and the new year with the cast of Shorzy and how amazing they've all been with their time. Um, I, I wasn't mm-hmm. kidding at, at all after this interview with Harlan today. I was in such a good mood. That that guy is just a gem, mm-hmm. and I had so much fun. And I know some of the things we're working on that are coming down the pipeline. Um, everyone, hold on. This is going to be a fantastic year. We're going to keep doing our thing. We love the show. We love the community. Mm-hmm. We love everyone involved. I love all of you, my co-hosts. Let's just keep this train running because this is what we love, guys. You said train. Yeah, I know I did. Yeah, I echo whatever one says. Victor, obviously, I mean, I know how how important Pumpkin is to you and the family. So, uh, you know, uh, rest in power, Pumpkin. And um, uh, we, we, you know, we appreciate you came on today. I mean, you you pulled a double duty today. You didn't have to. You had a pretty good reason not to. But uh, we're glad you you made it. And and we got a unicorn out of you. So we got, uh, you know. Good mood, Victor. Back, uh, Casey. Great job. Way to groom Victor. Well done. And and Matt apparently apparently you groomed him too. Um, Two for one. Yeah, uh, we Two love for- love having you on. And obviously you're 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 a big part of our community. Um, yeah, that's all I have to really say, Victor. Up to you. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, first Casey, uh, you're like one of us now. Like oh, I don't know, oh, I just no, feel no, like you're just oh, no, you're just fit right in. Um, it it's just so perfect. Uh, settle down there, Tanya. Um, and <laughs> just, just two for you. Um, but, uh, I, I mean, you really brought, I, I think you had like a whole book of notes, uh, and Al wasn't really giving you the opportunity to get in there, but you got in there in the end. Uh, so, so good, good for you. Good for you. Um, Matt, happy um, pre-birthday, I guess. I, I hope you wake up to see it tomorrow. Um, <laughs> Thanks, bud. Yeah, yeah. That's the most Russian thing you, you've said, Victor. Lexus. That is so dark, and, I'm, and, I yeah. for, and I am absolutely for it. Yeah, yeah. My dad would have already said you said too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, um, like... Yes. Yeah. So, so, you know, but I feel like I've, 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 I was pressured or bullied into it, but anyway, um, uh, uh, this was great. This was so much fun. Uh, it's the, exactly the distraction I needed. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, pumpkin I'll, I'll, my, my last words I'll say is, is to really to pumpkin, you know, she's, uh, on the other side of the rainbow bridge now, and she's, uh, frolicking again, like a kitten and she's not feeling any pain. She doesn't have any arthritis. She doesn't have any kidney failure. She's with her uh, brother from another mother, Oliver, um, who, who was uh, Linda's and mine first first cat for many years back. And so, you know, uh, chasing chasing rats and 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 eating eating birds. Sorry to the rat and bird lovers out there, but uh, uh, you know, she we loved her so much, and we love her so much. And and actually, you know what? Rat um, Twitter is going to stop following. Is derailed. <laughs> he, like, you know, if you have a New York City rat or like actually, a, some I, pet rat. You actually, know? Yester- yesterday was a bit of a liberation day. Uh, it was it was rat liberation day because 
Uh, she had oh. a, this. She had this pet rat, like the oh. IKEA rat. I don't know if anybody knows. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. She, oh, he, IKEA. she when when she came to live with us when she was five weeks old on on the first day, she came and took that rat out of uh, William's bed. He was uh, four or five years old, and and she took him right out, and she was howling that running down the hallway, holding this rat that was bigger than her in her mouth, and that rat's been with her till the day she passed. And every night she gave that poor thing a, a nightly beating. And and uh, so so yesterday was definitely a liberation day for him, um, and he can now finally rest in peace as well. Oh, what are we <laughs> talking about? How? The rat. How did talking you go the there? Anyway, Casey, Casey, put us out out of our misery. Confused, confused, uh, confused, confused. I, uh, <laughs> I don't even know oh what to say. God, I love you guys. That. No, I don't. I I I just I so appreciate this is getting to do this with you fine folks is such a like it fills my cup and so i really appreciate you that is all happy birthday boom baddie awesome all right let's play us out here with a song from today's episode crossing a canyon by 5440 great band fun song perfect way to end the episode that's so letter Kenny. Yeah. Sitting on the edge of top of canyon. What's it called out? What do you say? Crossing a canyon. There's a sign that's hanging over me. Let me disappear and try again. I'm no prophet, but I've seen. And that's all we have for this episode. Next week, we recap and review episode four, season 11, Nude, with our buddy from Scotland, Alistair, better known as Ban. Don't forget to give our sponsor, Diabolical Coffee, some love there at diabolicalcoffee.com. Right now, you can use the promo code PRODUSTAND for 20% off any purchase from their site. If you'd like to support the podcast, rate us on iTunes, Spotify, become a patron. You can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Hive Social, at ProtoStandPod. Thank you for joining us. Now we're going to go join the DJs at the after party. On behalf of Casey, Matt, Victor, and myself, thank you for listening. Have a great week. 